Hi, all my podcast listeners. This is Kathy with episode number 29, God in the Grief. And our title today is We Heal by Giving. Now, before we get started on our episode today about giving, I just want to make an announcement, I guess you could call it, or a statement anyways, regarding the God in the Grief. I have had the old CastBox platform that I have been loading all of my episodes on, and I am updating to the new version of CastBox, which is probably what everybody else already has, but I haven't had it. And it's really hard for me to manage it from the old platform because I cannot go back and fix old episodes or change anything. I can place on there and I can delete and that's it. So I am in the middle of transferring all of my episodes to the new CastBox. The new CastBox is an orange color. The old CastBox, the one that I was using, is purple. And if you have the orange CastBox, then all the ones that I load on the purple one will automatically be transferred to the orange one, but it's just really hard for me to work with it. So what I'm going to do is trans. I'm starting to clear up and clean up the old episodes, trying to make them a little bit more pleasant to listen to, take all the static and all that off, and... I'm transferring them to the new cast box. When that is complete, I'm going to be deleting the purple cast box episode of God in the Grief, which means that it might disappear off of your cast box. So what you need to do is you need to go to your search bar and search for the new God in the Grief by Katherine Grasser. And um, it's going to be the little icon with the sunset. And... It's going to be the same exact episodes. It's just going to be, I'm just loading them as I can go along. And so it's a little bit slow, but because my internet is slow. But anyways, I will eventually be deleting the, the old cast box. So what you need to do is go ahead, even maybe today, and if you're listening to this podcast, search for God in the Grief and resubscribe to the new God in the Grief. Otherwise, you're going to miss them when I delete them all. So I just had to make that statement. Okay, um, I will continue to say, to remind people that as I go along until um, I have all of them uploaded. And then hopefully it's more pleasant experience to listen to because I've been trying to fix the old recordings. All right, so we heal by giving. So... Giving is a very powerful word in our life, and it's in every aspect of our life. Just think about how many times the word giving is in just the words that we commonly use, like thanksgiving, forgiving, caregiving, life-giving, law-giving, out-giving. I mean, it's just like the word giving is a part of our life. Everything that truly matters comes down to giving, and we're going to discover how it also helps us to heal. There's a scripture in Proverbs 3.27 that says, Withhold no good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. The definition of giving is to present voluntarily and without expecting any compensation. How does this help us to heal? Well, hopefully by the end of this episode, you will have discovered that Giving can be very healing. But first of all, I want to present to you a story that's in the Bible. This is a story in Mark 12, 41 through 44. 
And Jesus is telling this, or, or Jesus is a part of this story. In verse 41, it says, And Jesus sat over against the treasury and beheld how the people cast money into the treasury, and many that were rich cast in much. And there came a certain poor widow, and she threw in two mites, which make a farthing. And he called unto him his disciples, and saith unto them, Verily I say unto you, that this poor widow hath cast more in than all they which have cast into the treasury. For all they did cast in of their abundance, but she of her want did cast in all that she had, even all her living. A mite is only like equivalent to a fifth of one cent. It's just a tiny, tiny amount. But Jesus noticed this one that gave. And when we don't give in our difficulty because we're thinking, I'm the needy person here. I'm the one that needs all this stuff. Why would I give when I'm in need? Um, we're really missing out on God taking notice of us, God giving His, giving us his compassion and looking on us like he did this poor widow. When we make an effort to give, when we don't feel like we have much to give, when we're in the middle of grief, we don't always feel like we have very much to give of anything. But when we make an effort to get up and to do the best with the day that we have, when we make an effort to give, I'm going to still um, give by cleaning the house. I'm going to give by doing what I'm supposed to be doing and a routine and just give of your own life to give life back. And when we do that, God takes notice and he says, I'm going to do something about this. I'm going to help you out because you're making an effort. You know, you might feel like this widow. You just might feel like you don't have much in you to give. You might feel like everybody around you has so much more and they're not hurting like you're hurting. They're not grieving like you're grieving. They have an abundance of things. And yet if we put an effort into giving, when we don't feel very much like giving, even if our giving is getting up and giving God thanks and praise, it'll help us so much and God will take note of that. And remember that we want to always have a willing hand to help somebody else because you might be the only one that does. Roy Bennett once said, withhold not thyself, you might be the only one that gives. Don't allow your trial to be the one hindrance to you being able to help somebody. What if God was really wanting to use you to help somebody else, yet you felt too inadequate to actually give yourself so you you didn't? We don't want to we don't want to do that. We want to be able to still be used of God. We we want to be able to still give God glory. We want to still be able to give God praise and thanks. And so take your what's left of what you feel like you have to give and give it because it God will take that. He will multiply that. He will take note. He will give compassion and he will help along the way. Maya Angela once said when we give cheerfully and accept gratefully, everyone is blessed. You know, everyone has to give sometimes, and then sometimes you have to be the receiver. It's like a cycle. Sometimes we're giving, sometimes we're receiving, and that's the way it goes. And we need to be 
cheerful and grateful no matter if we're on the receiving end or if we are on the giving end. Proverbs 21 and 26 says, He coveteth greedily all the day long, but the righteous giveth and spareth not. That's what we want to be like, giving and sparing not. Those that are not righteous do not really even know how to give their all because that entails giving of their heart. Once your heart is given to God, then you have no need to spare what you give because it all belongs to God. Once you give over your problems and cares to God, you don't have to spare your grief or your understanding or anything else. It'll just be so much more simpler to heal when we're not holding all of these pieces for ourselves. Give it to God. The righteous give everything over to God. And that is why it's so healing. There's a quote by someone named Gibra that says, You give but little when you give of your possessions. It is when you give of yourself that you truly give. Proverbs 22 and 9 says, He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth out of his bread to the poor. But he that hath a bountiful eye will be blessed. We're going to be blessed if we give, even if it's just our little tiny bit that we're able to give for the day. We're going to be blessed for giving it. Being able to see beyond your own needs is always a blessing. And First Chronicles 29, 10-14, we have David's final prayer of thanksgiving. And this is a beautiful prayer that David prays. And I wanted to read it, or part of it anyways. Says, Wherefore David blessed the Lord before all the congregation, and David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, for ever and ever, thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all, and in thine hand is power and might, and in thine hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. But who am I and what is my people that we should be able to offer so willingly after this sort? For all things come of thee and of thine own have we given thee. Can we also give so willingly to God? We give when we acknowledge who and what he is. You know, our circumstances don't change who God is. But he certainly can change us. So we need to give God his due praise. Give God thanks. It will benefit us. And if we're in the midst of our deepest grief, it will still benefit us. We are also reminded in Acts 20 and 35 that it's more blessed to give than to receive. The thought of giving is so Christ-like. In grief and sorrow, giving diminishes the sorrow to be bearable. Life is always meant to be shared. So share with a companion, share with God, share with a friend. Life was meant to share. God promises to bless and provide for all of our needs when we give him our all. To get the full benefit of healing, you need to have somebody to share it with. That's just the way it works. I want to read a poem that I found to you. It's called Giving. God gives us joy that we may give. 
he gives us joy that we may share. Sometimes he gives us loads to lift that we may learn to bear. For life is gladder when we give and love is sweeter when we share. And heavy loads rest lightly too when we have learned to bear. So I just found that um, as I was going through my grief journey that when I was giving, I was also helping myself to heal. And it's just something that we have to put an effort into a lot of times when you're in the middle of grieving. But it is it is very productive in helping us to move forward, to keep going, and to see other people's needs too and meet them. And so I always end with some little tidbits out of my journal. So today I wrote something by Dr. J.R. Miller. And it starts with the scripture in Luke 2, 49 that says, I must be about my father's business. One of the most serious dangers of unconsolable grief is that it may lead us to neglect our duties to the living in our mourning for the dead. And this we should never do. God does not desire us to give up our work because our heart is broken. So I'll end with this little quote. The only way to live a truly remarkable life is not to get everyone to notice you, but to leave noticeable marks of his love everywhere you go. So that concludes the episode, We Heal by Giving. And don't forget that I can be reached at godinthegrief at gmail.com. And you can always leave a comment in the comment box. And I appreciate all the comments that I have received. Love hearing from you guys. And until next time. Uh, continue healing, continue growing.